0: Changing behaviors to improve documentation and optimize hospital revenue. You're listening to Longwoods Radio, your healthcare source, for ideas, new policies, and best practices. Hospital funding in Ontario is based on information sent to the Canadian Institutes of Health Information, CIHI. The information details the diagnosis that is most responsible for the patient's hospital stay, other conditions or problems that were not present prior to admission and those events or diagnosis that occurred during admission. The listing of the various conditions and disease processes as well as all of the interventional procedures done during the stay provide a picture of how sick the patient has been and how much of the hospital resources were required in providing care. This information is entered into the Health Records Coding Program, ICD-10, and the case is assigned a main diagnostic category, a complexity level, and a relative intensity weighted value, RIW. Complexity levels range from 1 to 4, with 1 representing a case that is uncomplicated and 4 representing a case with numerous comorbidities and life-threatening conditions. The RIW increases with each level of complexity and is also affected by the general age of the patient. For most disease processes, the RIW is higher for patients in the geriatric population, reflecting the increased resources that are usually required to return a patient to pre-admission level of health. The IRW figure is the factor that determines the funding received for any patient. The funding system is not one where the hospital is reimbursed directly for the specific demands of each patient. The funding is based on the global picture of all the patients who use the facilities over the course of the year and so reflects the types of patient problems addressed in the hospital and the general level of complexity or resource utilization represented by the patients. Generally, each 1% increase in the RIW associated with approximately $5,000 in funding to the hospital. Like many Ontario hospitals, Windsor's Hotel du Grace Hospital, HDGH, found itself in a deficit situation in recent years. Healthcare restructuring in the community aimed at reducing four general hospitals to two requiring the reconstruction of existing hospital sites. The associated costs of moving programs and relocating services to accommodate construction were major factors. Staffing was increased to prepare for new programs and at the same time funding reductions were made which contributed to the deficit situation. Hospital administration needed to look for ways to ensure that appropriate funding was being received for the care provided. A retrospective review of the number of patients in the most frequently occurring diagnostic categories at HDGH showed that most of the patients were being coded at complexity levels 1 and 2, in spite of the general perception that HDGH patients were very ill. An American team of consultants was engaged to review charts for the quality of documentation and coding. The consultants suggested that there was, there is opportunity for optimizing funding by pr- improving the quality of the documentation in the patient record. Ontario hospitals are not unique in this situation. Literature reports similar circumstances in American hospitals as well. An acute coding task force was established at Midwest Orthopedics and Rush Pres- Presbyterian St. Luke's Medical Center in Chicago. Utilization nurse quality managers coached the physicians in the necessary changes. As a result, improved physician documentation, leading to more acute coding of the medical record, was achieved. Increases in revenue were reported. In a similar program at North Carolina Baptist Hospital, described by a Hicks and gentlemen, the documentation coordinators also helped to bridge the gap between health record technicians and the physician. Doctors do not always know the terminology that is required for coding. The nurses bridged the gap between the clinical and coding worlds to obtain the documentation that supports the patient's severity of illness and intensity of service. Staff at the HDGH were convinced that patients were being cared for within our institution were much sicker than they appeared to be in reviewing CIHI data. As a result, HDGH launched a documentation and coding project with the following goals in mind to ensure that documentation reflects the true acuity of the patients cared for, and to ensure the information forwarded to CIHI accurately represents the patient and the care received. It was anticipated that increased accuracy of charting would be reflected in an increased number of patients coded at complexity levels 3 and 4, and that there would be an overall increase in average RIW and funding. Three registered nurses, who had worked in the organization for a number of years, were selected to work as documentation coordinators for the project. The objective was for the nurses to work with small groups of physicians on a daily basis to coach them in exploring opportunities to make their charting reflect the care being given. The nurses reviewed charts on assigned units on a daily basis and communicated either in person or by written note to the physician identifying observed opportunities for improved documentation once the initial group of physicians was consistently documenting appropriately and with little intervention the nurses would move on to the next group until all physicians were involved three physician groups were part of the initial phase doctors in ICU the neurology and neurosurgery group and the hospitalists These groups were selected because of their general readiness to embrace new initiatives and because they represented resource-intense areas of the hospital. HDGH is the Regional Trauma Center and the Regional Stroke Center. The hospitalists are general practitioners employed by the hospital to look after medical patients who do not have a family physician with active privileges. These physicians are responsible for approximately 80 percent of the medical patients admitted to our hospital. The project required the commitment of time and resources and so it was important to determine whether the efforts were achieving any measure of success. One documentation coordinator audited approximately 65 charts completed early in the project and compared them with a similar number of charts from prior to the project, matching the patients by age and diagnosis. There has been an observed shift in complexity towards the higher levels following intervention as compared to pre-intervention. In addition, an increase in the RIW has been observed. Overall, the documentation of the charts done after exposure to the documentation Encoding project shows statistically significantly higher levels of complexity than the charts done prior to the project. While the observed improvement of RIW during the project was not statistically significant, it does carry a financial impact. Every 1.0 increase in RIW is assumed to to represent approximately $5,000 in funding in the hospital, so the changes noted above suggest the possibility of achieving an additional $5,200 per patient in funding. It was gratifying to note that improving documentation in the patient's chart could impact hospital funding to evaluate the accuracy of the coding a second audit compared to the coding of charts by the documentation coordinators as compared with the coding done by the health record technicians in 45% of the charts the documentation coordinators and the health records technicians completely agree on the main diagnosis and on the riw in 35% of the charts both groups reached the same cmg the diagnosis and did not and but not the same riw In a further 20%, the groups arrived at different CMGs and RIW. This certainly adds to concerns about the quality of the data being transmitted to CIHI. The average difference in RIW between what the documentation coordinators coded and what the HRTs coded is 0.5297, which could be linked to potential increased hospital remuneration of $2,648.62 per patient again it was encouraging that this is there is a potential increase in hospital funding linked to improvements in the coding of the charts above and beyond the benefits of improved documentation the prospect of attempting to change physical physician behavior was somewhat daunting at the outset we were unable to offer physicians financial remuneration for the, their efforts which has often proved to be an excellent motivator The use of documentation coordinators to work as coaches mirrored the change accents and idea champions that have been successful in other situations. It was essential that these documentation coordinators be knowledgeable about the types of patients they were reviewing and have the respect of the physicians with whom they were working. Concentrating on a small group of physicians at a time ensured that prompt feedback could be provided, optimizing likelihood of success. It also afforded the opportunity of making the instructions specific to the patients on the service and the types of charting deficits that have been observed. It has been suggested that interpersonal communication between physicians is a significant factor influencing adoption of an innovation. A surprising development during the project was the impact of physicians interacting with each other and discussing the project and its potential. Competitive natures motivated many to make sure that the charts for their service were as good or better than those of another service. Congratulatory cards with gold stars on them were sent to those who enthusiastically embraced the project. One doctor pinned his star to his shirt and wore it all day. He took great pride in describing what he had done to merit the star, and he had his his picture featured in the hospital newsletter. Following this, physicians were approaching the documentation coordinators in the hallways, asking for information about what they needed to do to improve their charting. The response certainly exceeded expectations. Not all physicians greeted the project eagerly on an everyday basis. Occasionally, the physicians would view the requests for change to their charting to be extra work, which they did not have time for. However, we found that acknowledging a physician's workload and explaining the potential impact of writing a couple of words on a patient's chart resulted in compliance. The results are based on audits conducted using charts from the early months of the project. Sample sizes are relatively small, and attempts at matching samples are difficult, as no two patients truly respond alike. Considering that, the results do indicate a trend toward better documentation, which is reflected in increased levels of complexity and higher R.I.W.s. Another audit involving larger samples after the project is well-established might be more indicative of the true measure of success. The financial measure of success will not be known for some time. Results of the review of coding of the health records staff were shared with the director and managers of that department. It appears that quality improvement strategies, such as regular interrating of charts by various HRTs, could be implemented to enhance the consistency of results among the staff. The results observed between the coding done by the documentation coordinators and the health records technicians generally relate to one of three things. Additional diagnoses found on the documentation coordinators were generally found in the progress notes, frequently because of time constraints, The health records technicians would refer only to the discharge summary, history and physical, and the operative and consult reports. The main diagnosis was assumed to be the admitting diagnosis, when frequently some some other diagnosis may have been more responsible for the bulk of the hospitalization. An underlying diagnosis of a chronic condition may have been listed as the main diagnosis instead of the illness that required the acute care stay. Unfortunately, the project ended sooner than planned, due to the need to reallocate resources. However, there seemed to be several positive results in in addition to those noted above. First, we learned that physician behavior can be modified. Our physicians understand the necessity of of accurate documentation and billing from their office settings, and they were eager to participate in whatever was necessary to ensure the financial viability of the hospital. The improved documentation has enhanced the communication among other healthcare team members, improving patient care as other team members are more aware of the patient's condition and the medical plan of care. The improved documentation is also helping to move the institution along toward its goal of an integrated patient care record. Allied healthcare workers are overcoming their fear of making notations in the progress notes, which had previously been allocated for physicians only. The health records technicians have progressed in seeking out physicians or the documentation coordinators when they are unsure about the meaning of a particular notation in a chart. Above all else, the project has fostered respect for the role that each employee plays in the work that is done at HDGH. While the project has officially ended, many aspects of it are moving ahead. Physician groups that were not involved in the original efforts have requested information on how to improve their documentation. A request has been made to include instruction regarding documentation expectations in the orientation of new physicians as they join the staff. Informal coaching of individual physicians continues, with similar physician response to what was noted during the project. The project convinced staff that each of us can make changes in how we do our jobs that can positively impact... The financial health of our workplace. From all perspectives, the efforts were worthwhile. Those involved with the project would endorse similar initiatives at a later date and would encourage their consideration in other institutions. This case study was submitted by Margaret Oldfield, a resource utilization nurse at Hotel Dieu Grace Hospital in Windsor, Ontario. This has been Longwoods Radio. Thanks for listening.